Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom podcast. Today, we continue our comic book movie journey through film with Man of Steel. It was released on June 14th, 2013 with a story by Christopher Nolan and David S. Goyer, a screenplay by David S. Goyer, directed by Zack Snyder. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you, and back like he never left, Blaine Rezach. What is up, homie? What's going on, you guys? Oh, nothing much. Just ready to talk some Man of Steel. I uh, I love Superman. This is, uh, I know you guys are big Spider-Man, big Spider-Man boys. Mm-hmm. That's the, 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 do I do I read you right in those, that's your like comfort sort of character when it comes to comic books? Is that, is that a? Yeah, uh, I was never a big Superman fan growing up. Um, yeah. The only Superman movie I ever saw prior to this was Superman Returns. Ooh, that'll do it. Um, Before this movie came out. Yeesh, yeah. That, yeah, that'll, that'll make you maybe not uh, like Superman, so that'll do it. Um, or maybe not be anti-Superman, but just not care for him, you know? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a shit movie. Anti-Superman, I just didn't care for Superman Returns. Uh, but no, I was also a big Batman fan growing up. I was too. Big Batman guy. Mm-hmm. I, uh, but nowadays, Superman is like my comfort comic book character. If I, if I'm down, if I'm out, read a few, read a Superman comic, throw on, uh, the, the Max Fleischer, uh, Superman shorts, uh, that, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, the <laughs> Superman 78 Christopher Reeve. So, um, I'm, a, I, and this is a big change from that vibe. For Superman, you know, the, the Fleischer, the, the, uh, yes. Christopher Reeve, uh, very different, but I still love it. Blaine, how are you feeling about man of steel here? This movie actually made me care about Superman. Um, and I, I don't know if this, maybe it was just like, it was a more, I don't know, quote unquote, real take on the character. But like I said before, with the last movie scene that I saw of Superman was, was returns there. It, it can only go up in my opinion. Um, I agree. No, I th- I I remember seeing this movie in the theaters, and I I walked out uh, loving it. I mean, I sounded like I was hesitating for a second. No, but I love this movie. Um, there's a lot of aspects about the the lore of like the Kryptonians that are in this movie that no like Superman movie has ever touched on before, mm. and I really enjoyed that. Um. I think the only other thing to do that was maybe the show Krypton that nobody remembers. Yeah, right, right. No, yeah, um, it's uh, I, I, I enjoy the aesthetics of, uh, I mean, like, Superman 78 is probably my favorite comic book movie of all time. 
Uh, but you know, there are elements of it that are restricted by the time, uh, uh, greatly. You know, I think that whenever you look at, uh, whenever you look at Krypton and the aesthetics of Krypton in this movie, God damn, does that shit look good? You know, uh, it's, yeah. it's really, really impressive. You know, I, I, I love Russell Crowe. Um, mm. and to have a, a history in cinema of Jarrell being portrayed by Marlon Brando and, mm. uh, and Russell Crowe. That's a, that's a combination I'm a big fan of. Um, oh, didn't think of who are next. Jorel will yes. be, um, who could be, yes. Be pretty cool if it's Henry Cavill himself, uh, playing <laughs> the father. Uh, that would be, but that'd be fucking nuts. Actually. I don't think he'd do uh, it. No, no, I don't I think don't he, and he's either. not old enough yet. It needs to be someone kind of older anyway. He also uh, probably is in a terrible enough. place with Warner Brothers at this point. So not necessarily. Uh, I, I know. I I would say Henry Cavill is probably about that right age. I mean, he's forty. If he wanted to play Jor El, Jor El dies know? young. You know, he's not that is true. age. I guess I'm thinking of because Marlon Brando. Brando's fucking old. Doesn't yeah, mean that, I know. Like, Just because every- he's old now doesn't mean that he was old as Jor El yeah, in right. the movie whenever they filmed. Right. But but I don't know. You were talking about how it like uh, how they're finally able to like do the things that kind of maybe Christopher Reeve um, and even. And Superman Returns, they 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 took a giant leap from Superman Returns, even, uh, which didn't really come out that much, you know, before. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, but the leap is insane. Like his flight looks in, incredible. This is like uh, the best, just kind of super speed. I think, like, definitely up until this point, for sure, this is the best, like, uh, super speed. Whenever all the Kryptonians oh, get on Earth, um, and and that fight goes down, and kind of. I think it, I think it's downtown Smallville. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. He yeah. kind of just kind of yeah. takes Zod and flies him a good mile or two at past his house. You know, uh, after he attacks his house. So I'm assuming it's it's Smallville and not like a a neighboring. Yeah, they town. got the IHOP down there like, that the kid works at oh, and everything. True. Yeah. True. Uh, true. Yeah. That went to his school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, but that, that like, their super speed was awesome. Like, oh, just dude. jumping around, like, the, just, oh, man. And the cam, like, the camera angles to capture it, too. I don't know. It just, it was just done very well here. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. It, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, uh, like, it, it's, it's hilarious watching this movie having come off of, uh, Rebel Moon on Netflix. Um, another Zack mm-hmm. Snyder movie, uh, where, I mean, like, this is just like, m- infinitely better in every aspect you know i think that it's interesting uh the certain aesthetics that they strike up on krypton are kind of prevalent in rebel moon to a degree you know like they they, there's some stuff there that it's not quite so Mm. there's an element to this like uh it's this futurism that feels ancient almost like it's Mm -hmm. not like it's retro futurism because that would imply a little bit more of just 67 no this feels old 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 historic but it also feels like something that could come from the future and i really really enjoy that a great deal and i think you get a little bit a little bit of that in rebel moon but it's just done so fucking much better here everything everything about it is much better here and uh yeah man i uh i enjoy the way they dive into the parentage of superman much more than they have prior um I appreciate the kind of spins they put on the the relationship he has with Ma and Pa Kent, uh, the 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 deep dive into Jor El and uh, 
and, and and his mother is that uh Laura? Laura? Yeah, not Martha. Laura. I don't think Martha is Batman. That's Martha Wayne. Martha, the Martha whole, Kent Martha is, Kent also... is also. Oh, that's Martha Kent. Oh, that's okay. I'm getting the, I'm getting all the moms mixed up. Laura, right Laura, Laura is Laura L. Laura L. Laura L. Laura L. Is his, is his that's what mother. I thought. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, but like the way they dive into those and the way she's portrayed by the same woman who plays uh, Vanessa. In, uh, I was just about to say, I'll never oh, forgive. I'll is. never forgive Zack Snyder. He hurt Vanessa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he hurt. He embarrassed me in front of Vanessa. In front of Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I I enjoy the. My favorite elements of this movie are actually the, the parental figures. I I absolutely adore uh, Jarrell and Laura L at the beginning of this movie, but furthermore. Kevin Costner and Diane Lane as Ma and Pa Kent are a wonderful duo. And I think that the the spin they put on this story, it's got, it's got a lot of shit for its unnecessary sort of direction, but I think it's good. I, I enjoy it a great deal, and I think that it pays off in a big way. No. Yeah. No, son. This is not the time. We can't let Smallville know that you are Superman, you know, like it's not, it's not even like the whole world. Well, I guess maybe, maybe he knows the domino chain would start. It starts in Smallville and then it just keeps going. Um, but like, yeah, man, that dying for a dog. I, you know, I hate whenever a dog dies in a movie, but whenever we get someone literally risking their life for a dog, no, no one else, no human in there, just a dog. I gotta love that man. You know, I don't know. I, I love that man even more if it's not necessarily, you know, the the cleanest sacrifice play for a movie. You know, it feels kind of unearned a little bit, or not unearned, but it just kind of feels a little weak. Like, no, I, I don't know, know. They want to they want to um, put a spin on the death of Pa Kent. They, they there's a classic story with Pa Kent that they portray in '78 and in all sorts of comic books where he dies of a heart attack on the ranch, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of it. Um, so yeah. I appreciated that they kind of tried to do something different with that and kind of similar and to what we were talking about with the amazing Spider-Man, you know, it, it's, it, they want, he wanted to reinterpret this story in a way that was unlike anything that came before it. And I think he succeeded in that ultimately, uh, by like a lot, you know, this, this doesn't even come close to any of the Superman movies that came prior. Um, yeah, and I, he, I appreciate it greatly for that. Like the nerdy clumsy part of Clark. And I guess that that comes a little bit later when he starts hiding his identity and like he becomes the reporter, you know, Clark Kent version of of Superman. He hasn't really become that yet. He's just like, instead of staying on the farm his whole life, he actually, you know, he just left, you know, and kind of was on his own completely like hopping around from place to place whenever he'd do something miraculous where he couldn't, you know, hold back. Um, and not save people. He had to just leave. Um, I like that, like the, that opening montage of, of, of him just kind of going from place to place and, and then finding his ship, you know, eventually it leads him to finding, I guess, a 20,000 year old outpost, you know, which is, which is kind of crazy, uh, that, you know, you're, you're talking about some ancient, future tech i mean yeah they, they scouted earth twenty thousand years ago and we're like eh whatever you know they were like whatever to earth um which is interesting to think of 
what Earth would look like 20,000 years ago. Um, what would we be doing? Uh, probably a whole lot yeah, of nothing. Yeah, I mean, they just... Uh, um, uh, I I think that w- the stuff they do with uh you know Zod specifically mm-hmm. I I love Terrence Stamp's Zod back in Superman two and specifically the Donner cut I think that he's wonderful uh but there is a yeah planet Houston there's a, there's a certain uh intimidation that comes with Michael Jan- Michael Shannon Zod that I believe a lot more um this dude is menacing as shit. You know, I wish he could have, you know, like, uh, my favorite line delivery by Zod of all time is still, uh, you and one day your ass. And it like zooms in on his face, you know, uh, back with, uh, back with Terrence stamp. But, uh, yes. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, there is, there is kind of a similar one, uh, here. I, I don't like, maybe it's, it's whenever he's being banished to the fandom zone again, you know, and he's like, any last words, Zod, uh, and I think he, he kind of goes above the top, you know, a little bit. And um, I forget what he says exactly. I think it's along the same find lines, him. though. Like, yeah, I will, f- your your son, I will find him till my last day or something like that. Uh, you know, even like the spit coming out of his mouth, too, yeah. I think in that yeah. moment. Like, I don't know, he, you could really tell that that dude's sole purpose of living was to protect Krypton or however he saw, you know, he was he was an AI bot to protect crypt you know that's all that dude could think about um that's just he was driven that was his drive you know that is dude was was purpose driven from from being born that was his purpose yeah that is literally which is kind of a a really like i i really like that angle of them throwing in the you know krypton you know a lot more information on krypton that it's not necessary it doesn't really make the rest of the movie better but it is just really cool to think that they reached a point to where like even every birth like you know what you're going to do so it's like i love that jarell and you know laura are dealing with like it do we even have free will anymore let's do this let's have the first natural birth on krypton and i don't know how long they said i like i think they just said generations maybe Mm -hmm. um maybe not a specific time but but a generation for them I don't, how long is that? You know, how long is a generation for a Kryptonian? That's uh, true. They live a while, it seems. Um, so, but yeah, no, I thought I thought the cri- problem. They just Krypton need to stuff. get laid. Exactly, bro. Just needs That's, to. Bro, just needs to no, fuck. Oh man, no one on Krypton fucks. Time, you know? I don't the think first... that's the implication. I don't think. Oh, that's just a joke implication. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. no natural birth. Maybe. They, they they discovered the real how, birth. Control. Do you think they're just infertile? Abstinence. They're just infertile, yeah. and they can just all go wild. Or they are they? Fer- the, they practice the big A. No, they, they practice the big A. Jarrell's not infertile. They had a natural birth. They're all fertile, unless Jarrell and Laura are the only two. So they all got to be fertile. No one's fucking on Krypton. I'm telling. Or else there'd be accidental. I'm telling you, they practice the, the big A. Anal. The, the abstinence. Oh, okay. Okay. I That's God's abstinence. blessing for you. Going, yeah, I was going down more than that. Okay. Just everyone on Krypton. That's the only option they got. Butts. That's all. Dude, no way. Not one rebel. No way Jorel's the first to go, you know, to be, to go. Be like, the nat- what if I stuck know? it in this one instead? No yeah. way Jorel's the first, you know. <laughs> There's no shot. 
Yeah, there's no. No, no I mean, like they, they don't. Listen, they no, obviously no, don't dive no, into the rituals good. of how they create their children. I don't think necessarily. It's in the water thing, it's like in I, the little. I they get that, but thing, they are right? the product. They are the byproduct of two like. Of a parentage, I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm, pre- I'm pretty really? sure it's like a, an art, like not an artificial insemination situation, but you know, like a, the you, that'd be a you, cool band name. Oh, no, that just sounded... you go ahead. It's like you know, and it's artificial the test tube baby. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Sorry, I got caught up there. You just wordplayed really well there. Uh, yeah. Artificial insemination it. situation. There, yeah, situation. Yeah, rhymes, the last yeah. I added the I rhime know. there. Yeah. That oh, ten times I really, fast. I really like that, but yeah, I guess I, we're diving deep. You really like the, the artificial insemination situation? I mean, it kind of sounded like I don't know a, a band or some. That's the um, name of the bog band. Artificial <laughs> <laughs> situation. Wow. No, uh, but uh, that's yeah, an inside that. joke for anybody on the TikTok or on Patreon for you. But oh uh, yeah. Look at that. Look at what we're getting from just crypto. We, we're not even on Earth yet. No, know? I know. Dude, I okay, know. real quick. Talking crypto. Um, Russell Crowe was in a band growing up. Mm-hmm. And he had a song that says, I want to be like Marlon Brando. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. He achieved his dream. I mean, don't be, Mar- don't, don't be like Marlon Brando. Yeah, he was a great actor, but also a piece of shit. Oh, true. True. Mm. Yeah. Damn, no. that's unfortunate. Yeah, he was a, he was a dick. He was a little bit of a dick for sure. Um, Very anti-Semitic. Yes, oh. yes. Uh, there was okay. a there's a crazy that's story probably... that I recently read in uh, the uh, David Lynch autobiography called Room to Dream, where he talks about how he visited um, Marlon Brando's house with Harry Dean Stanton. Who uh, actually, Joe? I talked to you about Harry Dean Stanton because he has that little cameo in the Avengers where he's the gent, like he's the guy who talks to Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. Big collaborator with David Lynch. Uh, and they went to Marlon Marlon Brando's house with like a script, and Marlon Brando told them it was terrible, but he had an idea. He wanted he he wanted to do something. He wanted to do a thing where they were all decked out in like completely like dresses wigs makeup him and harry dean stanton and they did a whole scene where they were just like drinking tea and having a discussion uh and he didn't want to film it he just wanted to do that that was just something he wanted to do um which is a hysterical story i think uh the dude's the dude was fucking hilariously weird and a dick at points uh a, a massive dick at points uh wow but yeah just, uh one of the nice tea parties russell crowe seems much nicer than Marlon Brando, if I had yeah. to wager, um, like a much nicer dude, much nicer gentleman, much, much nicer, more gentleman. down to earth, yeah, and way cooler as Jarrell. Not gonna lie, sorry, Marlon Brando, this Jarrell's way cooler. And whenever he's like in the ship and like just like closing the doors with his like little movements, you know, I, he doesn't yeah. even he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to like do the little hand motion, but right. he's doing it because he's one for the dramatic, you know. Uh, so, and, and for us to have a cue that he's doing something, I think that's, that's right. why it's done in the movie, but more logic, uh, that's probably the, the case. Yeah. If, if you think about it logically, the dude's just uploaded in the ship's computer or whatever the fuck they got going on. Yeah, um, no, that technology bends my mind. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I dig it. Yeah. Just um, off the little, uh, just whatever the little, little key codex, uh, yeah. or I guess the codex is in this it's like it's thing? it's the engine key basically it's like yeah, yeah just kind of your 
he yeah but but the, like it, it doesn't seem it's a kryptonian it, thumb drive mm-hmm. yeah exactly. yeah and th- this just happened to be the most valuable thumb drive in kryptonian history um the codex has... is in superman oh that's right yeah in the cells. okay so yeah, and then that... the key is simply just jor-el um and yeah his identity yeah. basically kind of that's his yeah. that's his yeah basically mm. his consciousness his essence wow. some depictions oh yeah Damn. he gave Couldn't laura like, his essence for sure yeah. Couldn't, like put his mom <laughs> he took it out of the essence and gave her his essence <laughs> yeah this is true the first the first i love it in generations from crypt no one that's that's and just I'm canceled sad. right there. That's just sad. They've reached a point in civilization where you no one has been fertilized in freaking tens of thousands. I'm willing to bet they've got like the most effective Plan B of all time. Like that's just got to be the case. You know, like it's it's not like it's it's not like really, nobody's yeah. fucking. You know, like it's just. I just need can't. to know the ins and outs of you know if they're if it's a you need major to know, situation. You need to know the ins and outs of their ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> like I need to know if it's a. Major it's the motion situation. of their ocean, baby. First yeah. of all, really I, quick, can we can we talk hmm. about how when Jor-El gets the Codex skull? First of all, it looks sick. That like charred, looking so decayed dope. old black skull looks cool. Yeah. But he just like whacks it on a rock when he gets out. <laughs> yeah like the thing he's like, just, like he, when he goes on the rock you just hear it go clack right on the that rock that's true yeah the most valuable thing they have and he's like this thing's gotta have some structural integrity or or fuck it you know like yeah, is this just like the the skull of like just an ancient one of them or like a you know like Kryptonian, yeah something like that probably and it's probably something like that um because that that's what it seems that everyone was born from you know, it was it was from the codex at the center of this everything kind of like it ran it everything right. Alabama. Like what what did that skull do actually? Well, they explained that if uh, if they like activate the codex, it it uh, base doesn't it basically transform the life of anyone into the like cellular structure of a kryptonian is that basically what they were saying like uh, that's how they're born so. i'm pretty sure because that was the whole point of zod being like i or jarell being like well then who's gonna choose which uh you know bloodlines live and and which ones don't and zod was gonna be like that's gonna be me you know i'm i'm gonna be the one to decide and i'm gonna mm-hmm. i need the codex in order to do so um so i'm pr- i don't know He's just i think full of lore, man. I think their babies are just in a in a a baby grown in a field basically like the matrix. I don't think there's any fucking going on at all, you know? I don't I don't know. I, and I think you're just given. Like it's like just every child is adopted or just given to a family. No, like, yeah. I'm not I'm I have no my <laughs> my logic sensors are going off the fucking rails with the idea that Russell Crowe is the first one to have urges in generations. There's just no that's fucking what I'm shot. saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that's why I know I'm, that's what you're saying. I think that's belief. fucking stupid. There's I don't think no there's any way. chance. So they have to be fucked. Yeah, they just. I think they got to be fucking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to but call it stupid. I'm sorry. Up? No, but you're right. That is a huge plot hole. Like, 
It is. All right, movies are zero out of ten, yeah. so we've discussed. Yeah, so... Movies I mean, ruined. Break, take your 4K disc, Blu-ray disc, throw it in the trash. We're done. Crack yeah. it. Let's, how Sorry, about we crash in Kansas? Here. How about we, we crash land and Yeah, we'll, we'll crash and maybe, land in Kansas. Maybe get uh, uh, and, and I appreciate... That's another Superman. thing, man. Sorry. Yeah, I appreciate this immensely, uh, that they they do something where they just kind of skip over the Smallville stuff. You know, I like that they flash back to it. I love I love that that's the story mm-hmm. structure here. I think that's a brilliant choice. It subverts the previous expectation of how a Superman story is told. Um, and I think that that's... I, I just appreciate when something goes for something new and original and it pays off, you know, and I think this paid off big time. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I absolutely, I absolutely love the, the, the story structure here. I love how it gets to a point where we like kind of stop having flashbacks after, after he's reached like the core memory, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, he's, he's reached that point. Uh, and I, I appreciate that greatly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think his, maybe his dad dying was the, was that the final kind of memory where everything kind of lined up? Like he got, yeah. and then there's know, like the I bus. There's, uh, out I think of there's the... one more after that, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's when he's it's reading the Pluto book. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, and because it's from yeah that when he when he just stump just that dude in the restaurant's messing with him and he, you know he leaves but fucks up that dude's truck and then That's right cool. after that he's at the the ice i don't know he just walked there kind of how do you know the ship was up did he just kind of luck into that job or like how did he know there was a ship like did he how did he get that job and how did he know, know. Or was he just walking he was yeah he was just hitchhiking or trying to hitchhike he's just kind of like i gotta go walk, take um, a walk. yeah um Hmm. Luckily, Amy Adams clocked him there, though. She was like, I also, I, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the Lois and Clark ship, of course, um, as a Superman mm-hmm. fan. Um, this is, on a personal note, probably the weakest adaptation of that relationship, but I. It is, it is very weak in this movie. Yeah. And I do appreciate, again, though, I do appreciate the swing. I like the idea that she meets him as Superman before he's even concocted mm. his. Uh, his alter his alter ego and kind of you know whenever she meets him later my she delivers my favorite line of the movie that little double entendre at the when he comes to work to the planet welcome to the planet i loved that you know i'm a sucker for that sort of shit Mm. and uh i think that's a point in which this movie really could have taken off you know and i think that uh it's a it's a fun way to end the movie and it kind of feels like the story's just getting started, you know, and I, I, I love that. And it feels like their story is getting started. Kind um, of the main gripe of Lois usually is like, she's treated as this Pulitzer winning uh, writer, you know, detective, like just, she can figure out anything. Nothing gets past her, but she can't figure out Clark as Superman. The first thing she does really here is figure out who Superman is and right. tracks the source down and is like, Hey, you're the mom to Superman. What's up with that? Like, where is he? And then like, he, and then they talk. And that element time. I love, you know, like yeah. I think that the characterization of Lois is strong and I think the characterization of Clark is strong, but I think the development of that romance mm-hmm. is, uh, is weak, you know, whenever. Yeah. And it, it is like, it makes sense. One of the greatest 
forces behind bonding is shared trauma and they have a ton of it uh throughout this movie but that's kind of all they have throughout it you know uh there there's there's very li- uh, very little back and forth very little banter she's just kind of the first person who knows and it seems like he takes solace in her comfort because of that uh it's uh so it's it's a little odd but i do appreciate like i i enjoy the uh you know, whenever she comes onto the army base and she's like, yeah, fuck you. I know, I know why I'm here. You don't want me here. Fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing and you can just deal with it. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's my lowest right there. You know? And, uh, I wish, I wish Amy Adams had gotten just, just a tad more to chew on. Cause she's a fantastic actress. Um, and, uh, you know, I think she gets, I think she gets a little bit more to do than Kirsten Dunst as MJ, but a little less than Emma Stone, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, you know, like but she somewhere in there. I'm going to compare her to Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. This movie has its own. Don't make promises you can't keep. Does it? Where, I think where is you that? know what I'm talking. Oh, when they kiss after the Battle of Metropolis, or after the world engine is blown up. Oh, and she goes. It all goes down after. All goes downhill after oh, the first. Oh, after kiss. the first. And he kiss. goes. I'm pretty sure that's only if you're if Doesn't you're human. Count if you're kissing an alien, or I yeah. think that only counts if you're kissing a human. That's that's uh, fair. That's fair. This movie you know? has its own. Don't make promises you can't keep. But those Dude. are the best kind. Dude, we were talking about how people in Krypton might not be fucking, but we've come to the conclusion they probably are. Lark fucks. Can we, like. Clark? Oh, that's confirmed in the next movie. Like, really? Oh, yeah. You don't remember shit about Batman vs. Superman. I can tell because of some of the stuff you've said. You forgot that Martha is his mom's name, and that's like a huge beat. I do remember. Yeah, the same, because they're the same. Uh, Like, why'd you say that name? I remember. No, like, they have, have like, a whole, I mean, not, uh, it's not a sex scene, but it's a sexy scene, you know? Um, Oh, they're they're fucking. Like, no, no, like, uh, not with just Lois. Like I, I know, I know he fucks. Like or like I know, you know he fucks I'm, Lois. No. <laughs> I'm saying like before, like while he's going around hopping from place to place. Like oh yeah, dude fucks that. Like while he's working in that restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. and I, I forget. I don't know. The one wait waitress comes up to him and is like, you know, it's not worth it. I don't know if he calls him or if she calls him babe or like it's not worth it, huh? I, I don't know something. Well, um, there's the, the that's. I felt like that was a babe. very. It's a you very uh, like midwestern diner, small town thing. You, think, you know, like I a, just had the idea. You ever go to you ever go to the fucking big biscuit and they cut they pull over to your their table You're and they're right. like, "Hey, honey, how you doing? But that's how like you doing, to a darling? customer. Yeah. To a customer, I that's sure. your employee. Oh, it's a little different. Little different. Yeah. And then like uh like after uh like Lois even comes and interviews her like, "Hey, have you seen this guy? I, I you know apparently he ran through here. She like but, she said something like, "Oh yeah, he was fucking." awesome or like he was, he was fucking... like he was incredible um so i mean i'm i'm just assuming you know he's oh, he's yeah. superman They're... he's an incredibly attractive human being alien being very um, few uh very few straight male directors capable of capturing the pure essence of the body of a man oh like dude um, yeah. Well, <laughs> whenever he's, he's holding the fucking thing up and they're just like, check out how fucking ripped this guy is. And it's just, he's glistening, you know, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. No, I'm for like, sure. That's Superman. 
man. And then like he's, I forgot why he's he was wet. Oh yeah, he just saved the oil rig dudes. Um, and he he had to you know swim away. Mm. So he's all wet. He doesn't have clothes because they're burned off. Which that was sick. Literally a sick on visual fire of yeah. him just yeah. on fire after he opens the door. But then he's like he's searching for clothes or whatever, and he's just like jacked like looking through like someone's i don't know clothes whatever it's just like oh my like you are you are that, that is a man yeah a, and pe- i don't know man. a lot of people were like uh the current casting for superman legacy uh blanking on his name um david cornsweat yeah uh people are, are saying that he's too small right now that he's not big enough for dude the got role jacked. But the, yeah already like, jacked. right now like dude's already getting big but then yeah. i didn't realize how 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 small i'm saying small henry cavill looked whenever he auditioned um but like yeah, no. the amount this, that henry cavill bulked up was insane like the no dude, yeah like this, this is yeah, what like, happens when people get cast in superhero movies like it's just like yeah. Chris Evans in Fantastic Four is not Chris Evans in Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Not. Like uh, he, yeah, he was kinda... ripped then, but he's a, he's jacked later. You know, like it's a it's you a whole separate. Kumail, look like look at Kumail Nanjiani, pre Eternals and post Eternals. That dude is fucking different. And I mean, we can we can give a little shout out to Roids there, but mm-hmm. I mean, and in most cases yeah. when it comes to superhero movies, but uh. Yeah, like it's uh, not it, realistic. That's never like that a concern for me. It's yeah. never a concern. Oh, he doesn't have the physique. He will. It's not like they were One like, time. we're just gonna we're gonna give a twig the role of Superman and it'll be fine. I mean, look at Chris Pratt. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's a big example. Yeah, okay. dude that's goes a, that's from looking like example. me to looking like how he Him. looks. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm a, you can't see below this camera. Obviously, but like I'm a bigger guy. I'm a little bit. I got a. I got a little belly as well. You know, I got. I got. I got got an Andy Dwyer look. Right, physique. You know what? (laughs) I will actually. I think cut out. Just need to cut out beer. That's all. If you recall, don't even drink beer. (laughs) Can you imagine though if they casted like someone who's five three as Superman though? It just wouldn't work. Or like as Batman. I can understand the complaint. Like imagine Batman walking down an alley. To confront some some thugs, and he's just five three. He's he he emerges from the shadows and he goes, "Mom, I flew up." You know, like uh, it's, <laughs> like it just it, I don't oh, know. No, it just mom. it just wouldn't work. You couldn't talk to him. <laughs> Are you talking Batman or Superman right now, Colton? Evil, evil one. <laughs> yeah, just oh, Batman dude, be yeah. going up to a grave. Yeah, <laughs> mom, I flew up. In the oh, oh, okay, okay. Damn, I guess. Um, well, both eventually. Um, True. Yeah, I, I guess. I, no, well, Superman just, flying into space, looking at blank stars. Just, mommy, I fool up. Yeah, you know? I guess Mar- Martha always stays alive for a while, right? Does? Oh yeah, that's um, typically typically the parentage that sticks around for quite some time. Yeah, Martha. Um, yeah, yeah. And but, she's my character, bro. She's my character of the movie. Yeah. I fucking love Diane Lane as Ma Kent. Um, she's really good. I have She's two so characters. Good. Ooh, gimme. I couldn't decide between either one. I have Pa Kent and I have Perry White. Perry fucking White, baby. Lawrence Dude. Fishburne. I couldn't decide between the two of them. They're both really good in their respective roles. And like Lawrence Fishburne is, is fucking phenomenal. I think Always. that's I think that might be the pick. Uh if not, I might have to I don't know. As you're talking about for character. Yeah, for um, my favorite character of the okay. of the movie. 
Yeah, I gave I, mean, uh, I gave Kevin Costner as Pa Kent my performance. So my performance and character were split between Ma and Pa Kent. Oh, um, I gave I gave Michael Shannon performance. He's too good. I knew he had his love. That's why I was. That's why I gave him the space there. He was good. Uh, I know, and I tried to like character wise. I thought maybe you guys would pick. I don't know more of the main the main lineup for characters. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of like oh i'll go off the cuff of like who's my favorite supporting characters right uh, and i couldn't and then i like watching yeah. the movie i was like it, it is pa ken or it is perry white it's one of those two yeah dude like, they're incredible and I, i'm always a big great. fan of perry white i love i love the journalism angle and i wish that i can't wait for uh, potentially getting more into that when it comes when it it comes time for Superman legacy, but uh, that's one of my favorite things about Batman versus Superman uh, later on is, is that we spend so much time with Clark trying to find this mm-hmm. bad of Gotham city. Like that's super fucking cool. Um, and I, I love Perry white, man. I, I've always been, a, I've always been a big fan of Perry white mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne doesn't get much better than that in terms yeah, of, oh, that's, I forgot about that. Yeah. Whenever he's yeah. Um, talking to um, Lois and saying like, Hey, I, you're telling her don't you know drop this story don't don't you know don't keep following your leads whatever and then she gets back and is like you know I, the leads didn't pan out whatever um and he's like you know he knows something's off immediately he's like what like what i know your leads your leads always pan out like so you got something you know like what's what's going on like doesn't he kind of like tell her uh you're in trouble you get like three three weeks of like no pay yeah. Um, at first something. it's two weeks no pay um and then she goes all right and he goes all right well He's since like, you're so willing to agree with me there's three weeks no pay yeah yeah no it's great and i love that he's like oh so if you're so willing to back. agree with me that means you're covering something up you know some shit that you ain't you know you ain't yeah, telling that's me. right um that's you know i love that uh i also love the end with it with his character you know when the world engine that's is what, just, mm. what to say, yeah oh, yeah like man. that's the that's it i'm a, i'm a sucker for the people who are not super powered doing heroic things and, and in a superman movie where uh they don't frame it as this necessarily but superman is there to inspire you know like he is mm-hmm. he, he gives hope to the hopeless and in that moment you know, he does everything he can to save, save this girl and save his coworkers and his employees. And, uh, and when he can't, he stays with them. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't leave. Just he doesn't holding run her away. hand. Yes. Between the rubble. Dude. That's what really won Perry White over on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is, mm-hmm. that's solidarity. That's, that's when you know an employer cares. I like yeah. the, I like the love being spread, uh, because I, I'm not afraid uh, to go with uh, the pipeline. I'm not a- afraid to go right down the middle and go Henry yeah. Cavill uh, for both character and performance. Uh, the dude is my Superman, um, and he- he's the first yeah. Superman I saw. Uh, I think his suit is undoubtedly the best. Um, you know, I like the retro look um, of of the first suit and all, but this just looks Kryptonian. It looks alien. It looks like it did come off of a, a Kryptonian ship. I just love, I, I don't know, I think it's why I love um, Andrew Garfield's Spidey suit so much, just that, like, uh, whatever the that, just, the that, yeah, the texture, just that that little three-dimensional aspect to the suit uh, mm-hmm. adds so much to it. It allows light just to bounce off of it so much better, in my no, opinion. Yeah. And it's a, it, it yeah. is a gorgeous suit. I'm just a sucker for the homemade oh, thing. I love, I love the idea. My personal favorite idea for the suit is the one that Ma 
that Ma Kent made. I love that. And that's uh that's why okay. I like the Kryptonian suit. It's dope, don't get me wrong, but it will it will never yeah. be my favorite. Um oh, man. I think I mean, of it, all the suits Henry Cavill wore. Just throwing that out there. It technically is homemade, but that's just Kryptonian homemade. Um, I guess it's fair. a different level there. Fair. Um, different home. Uh yeah. No, uh, I think of all the suits Henry sorry. Cavill wore. Mm-hmm. This is the best one. Oh, I agree. This I suit, agree like, I I don't know what it is, but it's the simplicity of. I like the rounded belt buckle looking shape that mm-hmm. he's got going on on the waist. Uh, the, the design pattern he's going for, that he has from the waist down to his like the those whatever track stripes or whatever he's got going on. Yeah. His boots. The cuffs are better. Oh. I like the, I like the BVS suit. I love. The suit he wears in Justice League. I think if I were to change anything uh, about future DCEU movies with Superman, it'd be the Man of Steel suit with the BVS uh, emblem. I think that'd be the only thing I change because yeah. I love the the Kryptonian glyphs on the S. It's really fucking cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely dig that. Another thing that I uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there one day. I don't want to. I don't want to harp too deeply on future future stuff, but. Uh, regardless yeah i think that i love this suit you know like there's no i don't think there's been a a truly terrible superman suit i think batman versus or not batman versus batman or superman returns Mm. that one's the worst it's fine but it's not good you know uh so like it's definitely the worst um our most but, viewed uh, video on youtube by the way it is it's um, our most viewed video on youtube is superman returns for some reason uh by a large margin like by like a lot it's not even close large. um yeah every um, week it gets that gives that like youtube analytics thing and it's like uh here were your top three viewed videos it's like the two superhero so movies that came out that one and superman returns and mm-hmm. every week it's like which one do you think got the most views and i'm like superman returns and they're like yep for some reason, uh, I, I don't that's so know. weird. I know it's movies just bad. It's terrible. Um, but people think I, I have the feeling people think they're clicking on it because they think they're about to watch the movie, and then it's like a, and then it's not that. It's a podcast. The about incredible that. thing. Even so, who's watching Superman yeah, Returns? Trying fun. The incredible thing is that on YouTube you can see the watch time. If people are actually watching the video. It is one of our largest watch time, like percentage of people who click on it that watch the video. It's one of the largest as well. That's so, so I, yeah, it is very yeah. strange that this is where a lot of people have, I guess, seen the first ever from us. I'm assuming. I don't know how it got to them, but uh, yeah, it is. I mean, very to be fair, to you guys do find like the good in bad movies. Like we had a tough time when I when I, did, I think, when I did the I show. I don't know if we when did. When I did a show, uh, it's uh it was always poo poo pee pee on the on the thing. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, that is I'm throwing it. Mm-hmm. Um, throwing tomatoes. Throwing tomatoes. We gave it a three. I was never a fan. I always try to find the good in a bad movie, but yeah. like Can we get thirty three percent, you know? Yeah. I mean we we, we Probably more than what it. I should have. Probably. So, Probably but like uh, there are qualities where you like you guys specifically will find something that'll be like, look, this movie was utter dog shit, but this aspect of it was really good. Like that's true. That's very true. You find things to uh, like, yeah. but like I, I, I can't help but do that because I don't want to think I wasted my time. You know, I like to think that. No, this right. And I agree. Yeah. 
but yeah. th- with this movie, there's nothing but I like I uh I I have that problem zero zilch nada. It's a it's a it's a fantastic watch. And uh yeah, going back to some suit talk, I think it's hilarious that it's always such a massive point of contention for a certain uh for a certain audience that like uh the the trunks oh yeah trunk or tr- no trunks Who yeah or belt or no belt whatever cares yeah i don't care bro it can be either as long as it looks good it's fine but to be so staunchly exactly. anti one or the other because no matter what it can't look good that's not true uh mm-hmm. so like it is a little weird to wear underwear fine. on the outside of your suit you know that's not what when i are. heard it when i heard it put that way i was like okay maybe but it's a superhero suit and they're all in latex or like uh spandex or whatever anyway so it's already suit, ridiculous on um, this suit i don't think trunks would look particularly good you know like and that's mm. that's the thing is that it just depends on the suit you're designing you know like it's not like it's yeah a be all end all like oh well a trunks can never look good and a belt can never look good yeah no they can both look good you just got to figure it out you know uh but oh, uh i guess this suit was technically on that 20,000 year old scouting ship yeah um so it wasn't even sent with him this was just Jorel's suit well, Jarrell, like it Isn't seemed that, right? that Jarrell like instantly fabricated it, and it's oh yeah, I guess it is a it's a Kryptonian ship. They got yeah. that on. They could do yeah. that. They could. But that that immediately precedes my favorite shot of the movie, which is when he's exiting the ship and his capes flowing in the wind, you know, and he's Ooh. he's stepping out, looking heroic for the first time, about to take his. And I love Ooh. I'm gonna talk for the leaps, you know, he capable of leaping buildings in a single bound, you a know, bound. like that. Yeah, that that classic sort of idea for Superman and him yes. learning how to fly by jumping and jumping and jumping and then ultimately taking off. Oh. Like I love that. That's a that's Gotta a super learn to test idea. your limits. Yeah, the only um, way you can know is if you test your limits from his dad. His dad was basically like, "Son, you're capable of a lot more than you think you are. Mm-hmm. Go outside, put on this suit, and go wild." Um, and yeah, that, that scene was just, uh, like, I love Henry Cavill's performance through it too, of like, when he realized that he could fly, like the smile on his face that he got, where he was like, holy shit, I'm flying. He's like, I am, I can do this. Like, I'm still going. Um, and then like losing control, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Flight 101, you know, with your body, whatever. But I love that he just loses control midair and then just keeps piping down into a mountain. Like, do just just barrels into a mountain um and i don't know but and then the like rocks kind of floating before he takes off yeah, you know he no, like puts like, his oh, that first his, like hand that first down flight, oh, yeah oh that's, yeah that's cool dude that's in contention or probably one of my favorite scenes of that entire movie that's i think is that is that the scene you're talking about, Colton, or is you are you going with before that montage of him testing his limits? Um, if sure. that is still your scene. Um, oh, my scene. My scene about. is uh, young Clark. Um, oh, Pa Kent. Kent. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about, Pa L. Okay. Yeah, Hello. No, yeah, I'm talking. Um, like my scene is definitely. Uh, I read whenever, that way wrong. Okay whenever pa kent takes him into his barn and shows him the ship and explains to him you're you're the answer you know you're the answer to the question are we alone 
you know. Um, okay, I got and, you. And, and him explaining everything there, just that's what also granted Kevin Costner my performance nod. I thought mm-hmm. that just the fatherly nature he was exuding during that whole scene was outstanding. I absolutely adore that, um, and I appreciate that uh, the way that he understands. I think they captured the Midwestern dad vibe really, really exceptionally well in terms of yeah. his emotional inaccessibility, but he wants to be there so bad. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to know, he wants you to know, he wants his son to know he loves him and he wants him to know that, you know, you, you are my boy and you always will be my boy, but he's so blunt about everything. He's like, yep, this is the case. This is what's going on here, son. And, uh, and he's like, so, love you you know like that's kind of kind of the whole vibe um and i thought i I don't say much son but yeah exactly exactly yeah and it's i think it's perfect and i think kevin costner does it so freaking well uh just a super talented actor and i was i was happy to split my performance and uh Mm. character between uh the the kent the kent parents i love i love ma and pa kent And, and i think that they get a deeper exploration in this movie than they ever have on screen um and i think that the movie pays off big time for that and uh i'm I'm a sucker for the smallville stuff you know uh it it, that is what makes this the show smallville work is the relationship clark has Mm. i think with his parents and all the other like there's a lot of other fun stuff about the show but that is the heart of that show uh for for my money and uh for that to be adapted into um the big screen and we get such talented performers like diane lane and kevin costner to put that on for us i love it i love it and uh my uh, my line comes from from uh, Clark being a mama's boy, um, and he he saves Lois. Um, I think from her escape pod is kind of falling towards Earth. Uh, he catches it, takes her out, floats her down. You know, covers her whenever it's all on fire, and then you know spins down, lands. Um, they have like a cute little moment, but then he he hears something and he just just takes off instantly. No words to Lois. At all, just boom, takes off, and it's because Zod is, is, you know, they're going to his house, they're going to his mom, um, and and then whenever he just flies into Zod, and he's just yelling at him like, "You think you can frighten my mother while just, I mean, decking him just over and over?" I was like, "Oh, dude," I'm like, "Holy okay. shit!" Like, yeah, I, I I love him. That that was my line of the the movie just for the delivery of it and just what was happening on screen as well it was just quite like oh my god yeah he's uh he's not the uh the super goody goody superman uh we knew before you know he's not afraid to get a little nasty especially no he's if, not the uh, boy mama scout kent, yet he's yeah they won if, uh, yeah if you touch mama kent that's kind of game over um yeah. you're kind of letting evil superman out a little bit you know no matter what um, or shadowing. So, yeah, gotta be careful. Gotta be a little careful there. Um dude's a I mean he it it like it it like I guess I always knew that that was a main theme of the movie, like of Papa Kent, you know, being like you everyone's lives would change. Everyone would question their beliefs, everyone, you know, whatever. But it kind of hit harder this watch. Like I don't know why, but it just, like, I, I never thought of that as, like, a crucial part of Superman's story, but, like, it really kind of felt like it here. Like, he... It's a crucial um, part of Snyder's Superman story, the the sort yeah. of, uh, mm-hmm. 
the godliness, the Christ allegory, you know, the savior sort of thing that he's got going for him. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's an invincible flight. He can fly, shoot lasers out of his eye. He's like the most stereotypical super human you could think of. Well, and then when know, he like, when he floats out of a, when he floats out of the ship and he's literally got his arms up in the air and he's floating towards you know he's floating down towards earth like he's yeah in in front of all the military like yeah. in of which could do absolutely nothing to him like mm-hmm. they they could fire everything they had right there and he could just like the Luke Skywalker brush his shoulder off you know like uh they could have done the whole Kylo Ren more more to Superman and yeah just nothing yeah. Uh, uh, I guess he kind of gets knocked more. out um, he kind of just gets knocked out, uh, but not damaged, you know. It's very interesting, like, how his, like, health works, I guess, to call it, you know. Um, nothing can really kill him if it's not kryptonite, but it can put him down for, mm-hmm. like, a little bit. Uh, so I guess maybe if all the military opened fire, he might just be, like, he might just take a little nap um afterwards maybe well the thing the thing that knocks him out during this is that he's on the kryptonian ship and he's adapting to a kryptonian atmosphere yes Um, yeah but but like say say the military were to open fire on him right there and unleash all the tanks helicopters every missile they got hit him all at once do you think he would come away completely unfazed or do you think uh, he would be like knocked might, out or, or I think it would knock him backwards. I think it, you know, it, 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 he'd feel a little something, but I don't think that, uh, but once all the smoke would clear, yeah, the military it, it, would it, still see him flying. Basically. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd like, be Mark. He, it'd be Luke. Okay. You're right. Luke Skywalker brushing okay. the shoulder off sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, at least that's the power scaling. I think they, they're implying with this Superman specifically, you know, there's, uh, one of my favorite thing about the Max Fleischer shorts is that the dude can be like, downed by small things you know he he gets knocked mm. down he gets knocked over and then he's like he gets back up and flies back towards him and stuff and it's like oh yeah you know but uh this superman i don't know i think that you could uh you could do a lot before it it got to the point where he was you know knocked backward even um mm. yeah i do but yeah i do like when he passes out though uh in zod ship and i guess they they did kind of like a, a brain you know looking into your brain, kind of like a Captain Marvel. It reminded me of that sort of thing well, where they put yeah. her in, you know, looking into your brain and trying to pick out a memory, whatever. Um, but it seems that, like, Zod was having a full-on conversation. Yeah, Zod was like, there uh, with Zod him. Zod was, he was, yeah, he was there with him. Um, and that's where my shot comes from, is whenever he first, when it, when he passes out, it's his face on the ground in the ship, but then it switches to it, like, in that Kansas kind of dreamscape mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing and it it slowly zooms out and then you see him stand up in the royal shirt shout out the kansas city royals by the way uh it's cool seeing superman in a royal shirt repping Um, the kansas city area i had to do it to him today hopefully mm -hmm. we're recording this before our playoff game against buffalo hopefully it went well well um yeah uh who knows anything could have happened uh we we won't know but maybe Superman actually gave the Royals the spark they needed to win the World Series. Yeah, man. This he came was, out this, 2013. This 2013. Yeah. We this is the year before. This is the year before we made it to the World Series. Interesting. Two years before we won it. Um, Coincidence? So he, I think not. I think Superman's a big influence on our team. I think so. If, I had to say so myself. if that was a if that was a Cardinals shirt, 
uh, we might be living in a different world. Who knows? Um, but um, Superman, what a heart he has to love the Royals. You know, a Kansas-grown boy. Our team wasn't good at the time, uh, but he – About as American as it gets. Yeah. What if your interests don't align with ours? Uh, <laughs> still, it doesn't matter. Um, just you'll have to trust me. I'm as, as about American as it gets. That's about yeah. it. Uh, I love how, how he, uh, first pulling up there, he's like, well, well, like, what are we gonna do? Like, what could we do against you? He's like, well, yeah, nothing. Uh, there, yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm still gonna do what I wanna do, and, you know, I'm gonna do whatever my interests say. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, my heart tells me, uh, and I know you can't stop me, but don't worry, I'm chill. Like, I'm, do you think? I'm cool. uh, and Joe, I want to ask: Do you think he's right for that? Do you think he should answer to the mil- to to the American government or the military at all? Answer to them? Yeah. Um, no, he should. Tony Stark. I just privatized world peace, but uh, he actually did it on a global. You know, he did it way better than Tony Stark could ever do it. So you'd be um, Team Cap. That's what I'm hearing. What is that? How does that relate? Wait, for like the Sokovia Accords and going like and not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Oh, but, 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 Team Iron. The more reason I'm Team Iron Man is because Cap is like protecting the guy who killed Tony's parents, and he could have just told him. Like a conversation could have cleared. Like there's all of that going on in that movie, but there's, I was being, I was being facetious. God damn I would it! Be I hate to be put on Team Cap ever, no, but I yes, I guess your logic does follow it does, there. It does follow. It tracks. <laughs> but, uh, but Tony also said F you to the government uh, whenever true. they a were like, back. hey, you have before, a weapon. Before, you know, all... Sokovia mm-hmm. crumbles to dust and he, they okay. kill millions on accident. Yes. Um, just want to clarify, I am still Team Iron Man. <laughs> for the record, um, no, I'm I'm both teams now. I've no, come yeah. to realize. Uh, politi- <laughs> but politically, it all depends on what I wake up on, man. What That's the political spectrum that is actually important. You know, Republican I'm, uh, I'm fiscally liberal- no. team, team Iron Man, yeah. but socially team Cap, you know? Uh, that's, that's, tell me, yeah, tell me your political, or your, yeah. I guess I'm not an not alcoholic, political. I just drink socially. Yeah, exactly. what would you call that? Your, go out your, every uh, night. Your Marvel spectrum leaning, your your yeah, tendency, your, like, your affiliations. Um, yeah, um, is, it, is it political? I guess, yes, it is. This is more philosophical. I mean, um, this is real shit that we're talking about. Politics is fake, you know. That's all just kind of, kind of for fun. Made it up, um, um, kind of for yeah. fun. Uh, I mean, think about it. It's just because we say yes, you can lead, and and they do it, and like it's just all off trust. And like, it's our not even from us it. saying it yes, is you literally lead. all fake. Like we made it up. It, we we made all of it up. It's hilarious. Like it's fucking it's Rome. Yeah, we made all this shit up. Uh, and we just have to abide by it because we made it up. Democracy, but Superman don't. He says no. I'm a god. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, god. like I just saved your planet. I'll do whatever I want. Um, I don't know. I, I that is not. We did not watch the same movie. I mean, bro, he, 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 he. That's what he wanted to say, but he's too nice to say it. You know, he's well. He's his niceties humble. end up coming out in the way you know that he 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 means it. You know, um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's know, like, he's he's, he's like, like, yeah. You know, I, I support you and I support your cause, but I won't support everything you do. You know, like uh, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna do me. You know, and uh, I, I, I do what I think I, is right. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's a good way to go, especially if you are Superman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Shouldn't be an agent of the government. Uh, be a Homelander. Or, or a corporation. Yes. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not uh, even from Earth, you know. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, can't not. Yeah, dang, that's to, actually uh, we've agreed. There is some treaty that is signed that anything out in space uh, cannot be claimed by any nation at all. There you um, go. And so Superman can not legally be claimed by any country or nation. That is, or a, that is the biggest lie if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I know. United We're already States trying to claim parts tried of to the claim moon. The moon fucking um, how many years yeah, ago? Exactly. We are still trying to get parts of the moon and Mars as ours. Uh, so, oh my you know, god! Yeah, that it, it, treaty. Uh, it, we we signed a piece of paper that said we won't do it. Uh, so. You know, there was a treaty signed after World War One that said we won't do that again. So uh, <laughs> that you know that that's that's how, how treaties work. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. But no, um, hey, we didn't I, join till the last though. We we stuck by it until like we got fucked. So yeah, we were like, well, kind of unavoidable. Hey, now point. now uh, it's got <laughs> personal. Now it's a little well, personal. Well, you know, uh, that <laughs> yeah, I don't but. Know. Uh, We'll get there with Wonder Woman. Actually, you know, we'll, we'll, when we get to Wonder Woman, we'll get a little little old war action in there. A little, a little bit, actually. Man. We got um, a little bit of a Cap First Avenger a little bit ago, you know. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, you know, we'll we are, a, yeah, we were already there. Yeah, uh, we were already yeah, killing yeah, Nazis. Yeah. Um, we'll get to face off with a few more Nazis in Winter Soldier. You know, that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, no Nazis here. Uh, you know, I, I would like so to see words. Superman... Yeah, I guess true. The, kind of an ultimate Nazi with Zod, like alien Nazi. Superior. Um, he's on some superior dictator. race bullshit for sure. Um, he's a kind of a Nazi turned to eleven. You know, kind of even for sure. Way yeah. worse. Um, you know. Yeah, he's Mercy. Zod's bad. Zod is not good. Yeah, Zod um, is like if you gave Jolo Truglio. Uh, you know, growth hormones, and then we had to check where he was on January 6th, you know? Jolo Truglio? I swear he wasn't here. I swear <laughs> there is nothing. There's no Jolo Truglio, I've never heard of him. Who's that? Who's that? I heard he's a really good guy, one of the greatest of all time. I'm a big fan of Nine-Nine. Love Copaganda. <laughs> oh big wow. fan of Copaganda. This is all a parody. So we don't get sued. You're already on a watch list, by the way. I hope you know that um, for that last minute only. Um, if you weren't before, you are now. <laughs> but, Who says yeah, I haven't where, been before? I'm kidding. Where did that <laughs> even start? For, how do we even get there? Uh, what, I don't know, but we're so off fucking track. That's right. Yeah. Good yeah, old. No, that, I, and I, I think that there's a, there's a lot of really... I appreciate how it takes the re- the real take. You know, obviously, it's incredibly fantastical, incredibly un- unlikely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I appreciate that it, the way that they capture the... Uh, when this movie turns into a disaster film, about Ooh. 55 minutes in, whenever all the power goes out and the TVs are, you are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Like that shit's horrifying, and I love love the sick. Take. So cool. 
It mm-hmm. is so cool, dude. I love all the that different part. languages too around yeah. the world. Yeah. Everyone has seen sick. this, and like, and that no one knows what to do. Like in the Daily Planet, they're like, uh, they're just kind of staying there, and then like Perry eventually is like, okay, we're leaving the building now. Let's go. We have to go. It is getting bad, but yeah, that that world engine. I mean, that would that would. Like there's nothing you can do, and then like it's it's already bad. The chaos is already crazy. Then they the government is like, all right, we have to nuke it. We have to blow this thing up. And then the nuke just doesn't. You know, it's like just boop pulled in with the gravity well, and you're like, oh shit. It's like oh shit. This thing is like once you turn yeah, it on, yeah, fuck with that. Yeah, once you turn it on, you're kind of screwed until the world is. Made fit to Krypton's standards, I think you're done. Um, I love that the whole time uh, there becomes this little, uh, from benefit of hindsight after Zack Snyder's Justice League, the way that uh, John Jones is like trying to protect Earth from the same fate that the Martians faced. Um, he's uh, he's the leader. He's the lead general in the army. He's a Mar- he's Martian Manhunter, as mm-hmm. we learn later on. Um, but- do we know if General Swanwick in this movie is Martian Manhunter? That's fair. I've always kind of assumed that they impl- they're implying he's always been. It's it's assumed, but I don't believe General Swanwick in this movie is. Oh, no kidding. Why is that? It just doesn't give off the same energy. I get that. I get that. I mean, I I'm only saying that because I, I know how a movie industry works where it's just like you can retcon things down the line and you can for make sure, it make sure. sense. You can make it work. But like it just doesn't give off this. He doesn't give off the same vibe where John Swanwick in this movie is like so hardcore and then he starts getting more lenient in the next movies lining up. That's fair. I don't know. It just doesn't. I, I He also can just be anybody. Right. As mm. we've seen. So like. Yeah, it could be, or it couldn't be, like... No, for sure, that's true, you know, like, I, uh, that's why I'm like, either way, I think it's, I think it's a cool, I think, I've always been a fan of that retcon, and I've liked looking through that lens a little bit at his character, and, you know, it is a very, it's big-time dose of copium, like, I'm definitely twisting stuff to fit that narrative, uh, but, uh, you know, the idea that he would be facing down an alien invasion that could potentially threaten the entire human race. And he's like, I, I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending type shit. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I think that that would be uh that's a, that's a cool idea to me. And, uh, but yeah, the way that he treats Superman would definitely be a little different. Uh, if he was, yeah. uh, if he was, I know he's got a cover to hide, alien. but I don't know. I'm yeah. not buying it right now. I get that. I get that. No, for maybe sure. in the next uh, movie, I'll buy it. Yeah, no, like, I think it only becomes more and more the case. It's, uh, definitely you got to do the most prodding with Hmm. that in this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, man, I, uh, I'm a big fan of this movie. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, where did it, where did it end up falling for you, Joe, on the, uh, the good old letterboxed ranking here? Well, um, very, very well. Um, and it surprised me. Uh, I knew, I knew this was going to do well. I loved, I love Henry Cavill Superman. This is like probably out of all the DC movies, um, other than like that, you know, the big Justice League. Um, you know, actually there, there's a few in DC that, um, 
I'm just I'm very new to the DC camp, uh, the newer DC movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of history with the old Marvel movies, Spider Man, all of that, um, and Superman is is slowly becoming um, a a very very large favorite of mine. After I've I've read comics and such, um, I own All Star Superman. Uh, I love I love just just flipping through it every now and then. Um, even though I've I've already read it, it's it's very nice just to see. Um, oh. I'll be Comics right back. Superman. I actually have something for the show I forgot to grab. Oh, oh beautiful. Go oh, ahead. That's right. I forgot. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I love it. And it ended up being top five uh, for me here. Um, but it is at five. I could not put it above the, Chris, the, the first Superman. Um, and I think it might, for me, my own personal rating, I think Man of Steel might be over the first Superman. Um, I have to give the first one a re. I can't do it without rewatching the first one first. Um, I actually watched these in back to back days, so it was. Uh, I, I watched Superman seventy eight, and then I watched Man of Steel mm-hmm. um, because it was right around my birthday when we were we were ramping up to do this show. So we were like, I wanted yeah. to get it in. Um, and okay. Superman seventy eight is kind of my birthday movie. I love I love that movie so. Uh, you know, uh, I'm still I'm yeah. still impartial to 78. That became my one over. Like I ended up putting it back at one. Superman 78. This okay. did reach my top five as well, though. Uh, right below the Amazing Spider-Man and Captain America: The First Avenger, um, but right yeah. above Iron Man three and X-Men: First Class. That is the uh, that's the split there. Above those, below the Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, I, I I didn't expect it to reach top five, but I'm super happy it did. I love me some Superman and. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, until Superman Legacy, you know, I don't think uh, I don't know Superman movie after this is going to top it. I don't think I like this more than Batman versus Superman. Personally, uh, is that a Batman movie or a Superman movie or just both? It's a both movie. So both? it's a prequel okay. Justice League movie. That's true. Yeah. Yes. And it, so like, yeah, this is really his only true solo movie. In the DCEU. Yeah. yeah. Man. That's just. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, and this this trilogy, I fucking love this trilogy. The Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Zack Snyder's Justice League. One of my favorite superhero trilogies of all time. One of my favorite movie trilogies mm-hmm. of all time. I fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, Isn't uh, the scream you, of when he snaps Zod's neck, like, that it's hurt? Like, is that the scream? No. That's, that's heard? Or... Next movie. Okay. It's the end of Batman vs. You're going to have a great time with Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, I, I forgot. I'm that's I'm very new. Like, I've only seen yeah. Batman vs. Superman maybe once or twice. Um, well, I know I've seen it <laughs> once. I don't know why I said maybe once. Um, but, like, once or twice. Um, yeah. So, I'm, no, yeah, I'm think, really uh, new. I'm uh, um, I'm actually a pretty big fan of that movie. I think it gets it gets a lot of shit, but I think that's it's what I, I thought. I, the weird Batman in the desert going all freaking Rambo mode was a little interesting. If that's that movie, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, so um, yeah, never mind. Oh, that's still some BVS. That, that's still BVS. Um, He's got the nightmare sequence. Oh, okay, that's right. So it's There's not real. It's just a nightmare. Later. So it's not even no. he actually. It's does a it, foreshadowing or? event for the movie that's never going to happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. There is. When that we weird... get there, I can talk to you more um, about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I forget. Yeah. There's a whole. Yeah. There's a, sh- a lot that I. Forgot. There's a lot of lore they were building that unfortunately yeah. will never get paid off, which sucks. But yeah, unfortunately, um, it is. It is what it is. You know, you get what you get. Um, 
and I'm happy with what we've gotten. I love, like I said, fucking love mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, Blaine, how about you? How about you show off for me real quick? I want to know what you brought okay. for us. So when we were talking on the Patreon, we mentioned it a few times. Uh, we you were talking about tie-in comic books, how you you were excited. Yes. Um, so I went scouring. I own every. I think I own every DCEU tie-in comic book now. That's like oh hell yeah, canon quote unquote. Um, this is probably the most expensive comic book I own now. Yes. Man of Steel prequel comic book. Um, wow. because it didn't get a wide release. It like only got a release in like the UK for their DVD sales. I remember when you, I remember when you acquired this comic. I remember, Dude, I remember you posting about it. Yeah. I found someone who sold it for like a really good price. It was, I think I paid somewhere around $60 for this comic book. Ooh, wow. that's a pretty good deal. This comic oh, book wow. actually ties into more of a, what Supergirl could have been in the DCEU. Right. Before we got Sasha Kai, who killed it in mm. my opinion. Um, like killed it in a good way. Like she, she did a really good job. I think. Oh yeah, um, absolutely not. I just want to make sure I didn't want to like say, like, no, um, you're not no, anti Sasha Kai. Yeah, I get you. No, this comic book, uh, Dives into like the prequel. It's like a story about Krypton. So you see more of like the Kryptonian planet and like all the flying, like uh, whatever they are, dra- little dragon things. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so there's that. You fo- follow like uh, Kara as, as like right before um, the movie begins. Like it literally goes up to right before the movie starts. Um, oh, that's kick ass. So I think it's very interesting. But yeah, very limited release. It, you, I think you can find it digitally, um, but that's like it, right? Um, right. But yeah, much better to it. hold something. I, you know, I could never like, oh. I could never find another book like this. I don't think ever again. I don't think a lot of people are selling them. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that I found one that was really happy for me. Um, Dude, that's did you read it? I love that. Did you read it I physically, did read it, yeah. or did you actually read it physically? Like, no, the, I waited until I got the physical copy. Um, to read okay. it and then i made sure i like took extra care of it and i threw it in the sleeve mm-hmm. comic sleeve right away and, right yeah, yeah just this all-star superman book something about just how the pages feel like it's mm-hmm. this it's kind of like this glossy feel to it yeah. it's so soft like kind of like playing cards almost yep. uh, i just love like I, I it's like it's almost like a fidget toy that i just flip through sometimes there, yeah um, i <laughs> love great. i love that there's a great fake Stan Lee quote. I severely doubt he said it, but I saw it attributed to Stan Lee once uh, that said, uh, you know, comics are like boobs. You can look at them on a phone screen and it's great, but it's much better to have them in your hands. Yeah, yeah, cool. Stan Lee 100% said that um, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, that's 100%. That AI generated one Disney's making. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, um Wow! No, he's he's totally right though. Uh, it it is it is a whole different feeling to to hold them in your hands. Yeah, and I even got a an old. Yeah. I don't have many comics, but I also got an old Superman vs. Brainiac. Like the, oh, yeah, I remember uh, when I remember when we yeah. went and copied that. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh. This is like what the art. Wow! Yeah, that's it's like so like beautifully that. drawn and inked mm-hmm. and everything. God, I love that. Yeah, oh, the this... one I've got on display is the new uh, Dawn of DC. The the new Superman nice. run. Um, mm. Huge fan of the towards the end of the last Action Comics run with like a you know a 
war world and stuff like that i was a huge fan of that and uh the beginning of this superman run i'm a, i fucking love the art in this book i mean yeah it's just oh. so fucking good dude i yeah it really fan. is um and yeah it's it's beautiful work if you can pick up your uh you know you got joshua williamson writing and uh jamal campbell on the art jamal campbell is so fucking good uh, I, I absolutely adored it and, uh, I need to catch up with it. It's been a while since I've, since I've picked up a comic book. I was spending a bit too much money on them weekly. Um, so I had, yeah, to, uh, I, that. I fell off on some of the, like the monthly issues. I'm trying to get, like, get back into it a little bit. Um, it's cause a, I started it's a game to keep up with. It yeah, is. It cause be. I tried starting that new Titan series by, by Tom King. I think, I think it's by, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I and I right. like, I, I got like, the first two issues and then I like missed one and then like my local comic book shop didn't have it. So I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't want to get it anymore. Like I yeah. fell off right away. You know, the yeah. story's good, but I was just like, ah, yeah, no, I like, uh, that I, shit. It, it's so funny because like, uh, I was keeping up with comics. So fuck. I would go to my local comic shop, comic shop every week for like months, just ridiculous. Like, a yeah. ridiculous amount of money spent at the comic shop, you know, because That's a lot. Yeah. I I miss like I never got to experience before they were like four or five bucks at least, you know, mm-hmm. like uh that's that is how much each issue Jeez. of a comic book is now. Um, yeah, it's like and, three ninety nine by me, and I don't know exactly. if it's everywhere, but three ninety nine and three ninety nine or four ninety nine is typically yeah. is well, typically what you're looking at. Um, wouldn't it be nice to have the ten cents or like the five fuck. cent, you know? Like man, back I guess inflation is a thing. It's not really five no, cents or ten cents, but man, that would be awesome just to fuck, I'll take the thirty five cents they were costing back in the day. Fuck, hey. Fucking a dollar, bro. Gimme give, give me like five dollars for twenty pages. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, good old um, All Star Superman was uh yeah, I remember. thirty dollars. Um, you yeah, know it's steep. Worth I, it. I, I've I like that's like the whole collection. Yeah, yeah I've started yeah. shifting to that uh, to the trade paperbacks and the the larger collections mm. as well. It's just man, a little bit yeah. easier to collect love, and uh, a little neater. Yeah. But love uh, this page as well. Good old ah, Super yeah. Lois, or is it? Is it? I think it's Lois all supered up uh, for yeah. a little bit for a night. Uh, she gets a little supered up. And they get a little super sexy uh, everywhere they go. Interessante. Uh, so, um, yeah, no, there's uh, tons of good Superman books, and uh, Superman's in a great place currently. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. super happy with where that character is, and uh, I mean, it's just such a broad history the character has. You know, going mm-hmm. dating like shit. We're about to within the next five years, the original Superman's becoming public domain. You know, uh, from the first action yeah. comics issue. So like yeah. it's a long history of that character, you know. So uh I think that this movie carried on the legacy of that character in an interesting and compelling way and uh you know, launched the character into the stratosphere for a whole new audience, you know, like uh mm-hmm. like you said our generation you know, we got Superman Returns when we were younger. Nobody really gave a shit about Superman Returns uh and Man of Steel. I this movie actually did out. something. Yes, it did. And it, it, it did it in a major way. It wasn't uh Yeah, Superman Returns is like the original nostalgia bait uh for, for yeah. comic book movies. I wonder uh, how it feels to watch Superman Returns being like someone who grew up with 
uh, Christopher Reeve as Superman and actually being like probably if, a disgrace. You think? You think it's even worse, or do you think probably. there is? Ooh. Yeah, it's just boring, man. At least this it's isn't boring. It's There's boring. really no it's boring dull. parts in this at all. Uh, man of Steel. You it's like the Kevin complete Spacey opposite. doing the worst Gene Hackman impression of all time. Yeah, uh, it is bad. Luther there. It um, is bad. Um, like even like uh and there's there's a lot to say about Jesse Eisenberg in the next movie and his his iteration of uh Lex Luthor. I'm a, I'm a fan of it personally, mm-hmm. but uh yeah. There like uh it is it is I love that they kicked off this universe with not the obvious not the obvious Superman villain like Lex Oh, Luthor. I love that they, they chose Zod. Give someone to match him. Absolutely. And and frankly like the uni- like the world threat that is Zod that it make it calls Superman out it makes him have to reveal himself it makes yeah. him have to rise to the occasion I fucking love mm-hmm. it and the ultimately yeah. the culmination of this film and that giant battle uh in Metropolis like it's <laughs> the oh, it's heavy it's weighty you feel God. every movement you feel every punch and that's the that's one of the strengths of this movie um and that ending man whenever Whew. people talk about the the choice Superman makes there, it's it's not a choice. You He's about know? to like kill he, that family, he him, dude. He gave him like, every yeah. opportunity to stop. Well, don't um, let Twitter hear you say that. I know. People right? on Twitter will... What? Come on. What is he what is he gonna do? Is he gonna let Zod kill that family Superman, and then Superman onwards? doesn't kill. Superman doesn't kill, apparently. Um not even in a situation like this. Um Bro, Zod was not gonna stop. Ever. He literally, literally told him, he's like, I will never stop. I will kill every single yeah. human. Like, he said it verbatim to Superman. So Superman like, can always find another way. That's the argument. Um, and he's instantly, he hates doing it still. Even though it is the clear decision to make, he still is fucked up by it. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, what? I don't know. I, I thought it made for a fantastic movie moment. Like, I guess I just kind of expected him to die. I, I wasn't even thinking of Superman as, like, a no-kill, you know, guy at that point. Um, no, and that's that's the thing, is that the yeah. tone of the movie... That's the, the, the larger issue that people typically take issue with is is the, the, the grander tone of the movie and the fact that Superman was put yeah. in a position where he had to do something like that at all. Um, I, for one, am not a an adaptation has to be perfect or else it's not good. If you can make a good movie and it's not a perfect adaptation, do it. You know, like that's that is the way to go. Adaptation doesn't equal perfect movie. It never has and it never will. Um, right. And as long as they maintain the spirit of the character, which I think this does. Pretty. That's actually my favorite well. shot is when he's kneeling over. Zod's body at the end, that like mm. far shot where he's Ooh. and like Lois comes and like touches, yeah, shoulder yeah, or whatever, yeah. and it was like a good version. There's a shot in, uh, that's a really great shot, and that's a great choice. That is that is the good version of a shot me and Joe discussed several movies back in X Men: The Last Stand. Whenever mm. um, Hugh Jackman and Storm are and Halle Berry are kneeling next to the empty chair of Xavier yep. after he's been eviscerated and it's like a, it's a powerful moment that should have been yep. photographed a lot better than it was and it's like oh you could have done so much more here you know and this movie yeah. does that it does it yeah. does what it needs to do in that moment visually and uh 
Yeah, I appreciate. I miss. Uh, I miss Zack Snyder working working with a different cinematographer. You know, I think he's mm. a he's a he's a fine cinematographer. He's not ter- like he's he's not by any means bad at it. But I think the last couple movies that he's done have been amongst his worst looking. And he was the cinematographer for both of them. Yeah, uh, so. I think he he just has a good vision of what will work well for like the VFX they have at the time. I think he's yeah. he he's a I think he can see like what the shot will look like very well at like the at the end because like when you have to have like Steppenwolf like and all that armor and all of that like all that stuff like that's just not there in real life at all. I think like that's that's the kind of stuff that impresses me, but. I would I would like to see a camera set up with a little more purpose and and yeah. uh not so much focus on the post production sort oh, of and thing. And I think that but, I think that in Man of Steel and BVS and shit even to an extent in Zack Snyder's Justice League, he does just that. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of beautiful visuals in these movies, you know. I think that uh like I said, that that scene where it kind of takes the tone of a disaster film with the alien invasion and you know, uh whenever he's you know, he's watching the game. He's watching the Kansas football game. And then he, he walks outside. He misses it. The, the camera or the, the, uh, TV flashes to breaking news as he's walking out. Like there's a lot of really thoughtful and good choices visually in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I appreciate that greatly. You know, I think that this, uh, this movie benefits a lot from, from Zack Snyder being at the helm. You know, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not a Snyder cultist by any means, but, uh, when it comes to his DC trilogy, I'm a huge fan. I'm a big fan of his DC yeah. stuff. And uh and I think that uh it, these movies benefited greatly from having him as the as the the visionary behind the story being told. Um so I ultimately I come away from this movie super high on it. Uh and yeah, man, like uh that's just kind of that for me. What 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 else is there? Does anybody else have anything left mm-hmm. to say? I think or, uh, you got your scene, uh, Colton. Uh, I think me and Blaine still have our scenes to knock down. You, Blaine, oh, yeah. you hinted to one. You said one was a potential of whenever he was in his it was suit tied. for the first time. And, and yeah, the that was my, my – I have a tie as well from that one and another one. So I'm curious if it's – we have the two same same ones. But uh, no, nah, it's either one first... you don't go with, I will go with. Oh, you know what? I'll go – I'll let you have first flight um, if you want it. Because mm-hmm. always my other favorite scene is that final fight in Metropolis when they're like shooting through buildings. Okay. God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah, yes. I guess my my I went the fight I was going to go with was the fight in Smallville, the downtown fight in Smallville. It was either that yeah, fight or his first flight. Um, I, I think I will go with first flight. Uh, I and uh, if uh, like the words from Jor-El right before and then he goes yeah. out and does all that stuff. That's that's the part of an origin superhero movie that I love the shit out of the most. The first time they're like uh Toby Maguire's Go Web Go or like him sticking to the wall for the first time. Um him making the costume for the first time. Like that's the shit that I just go I don't know. I have a bone that just goes crazy. I I, I don't know. There's just part of my brain that just lights up whenever uh things like that happen. So, I'll go with yeah, I'll go with his first his, his limit testing. That's fun. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. I I love the uh I love the way that he you know the horror of him being a small kid and like seeing through people like the x-ray vision coming and the superhero the superhearing coming all at the same time and then mm, it being yeah. projected on the zod later on 
fucking awesome. I loved that whole sequence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that fight in Metropolis too. One of the most epic action sequences in all of superhero movies, man. Like it's like oh, so yeah. fucking good. You could tell this is what they wanted to do in like Superman versus Odd, like in in the other ones. Like yeah. you know, you had them go up into like a billboard, but it was like it was really slow, and like you know, you could tell they were on wires, everything. In this, they are being sent across the city through four buildings at once. Like it's, I loved the. Uh, there was a YouTube channel that used to calculate all of the damage cost of movies that were just made. It would take a oh, movie, yeah. rack up all the money um, and damages that was caused. And I remember this, like this one was unbelievable. Like it was like oh, skyscraper, yeah. you know, it was just like throw an average number for like a skyscraper, you know, like a couple hundred million. I don't know what a skyscraper cost, but the total cost was like something ungodly. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think that like they are just fighting as they normally would, but them doing so is enough to destroy a city. Like if yeah, them yeah. not, you know, like they're not using their laser vision to try or like they're not using their powers to try to destroy the city. It's just that's just how destructive they are. Um, and I thought that was a really cool aspect of it. Like Zod slowly learning all the things that Clark did um, when he was limited. Like whenever he like starts to like have his laser vision come through, and it's like hard at first, but then he gets it out. Um, I don't know. I love I love the progression of the fight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's. Many a lot of scenes to choose from. That's for sure. It was as one of my fa- the Metropolis fight has one of my favorite gags in all the superhero movies. Whenever they're at the construction site and Zod slams them into the wall, and it goes from like days without incident one hundred and nine, and then the one and nine fall when he slams into it. Uh, <laughs> yep, back to zero. Yeah, um, I think that building later felt like completely was demolished. Um, at least the top of that construction zone definitely was. Um, yeah, they did some damage to Metropolis. Yeah, they um, fucked shit up. Yeah, the world the world engine was doing the most, that's for sure. That was doing most of the damage, but, man, their fight... Oh, dude, uh, and not to mention, like, we didn't even talk about him in, like, was it the Indian Ocean? Is that the side of the world he's on whenever mm-hmm. he's, he's yep. fighting a world engine all on his own? Like, that whole sequence is fucking awesome. Uh, I absolutely Yeah, I had that. that one down as a potential, too, as that world engine destruction so cool. but i mm-hmm. went with the battle yeah I so a lot to good. choose from i mean there, it's that's there's so many great moments in this movie there's not yeah. it's like the complete opposite of superman returns it's not boring there is never really a dull moment there's so mm-hmm. many cool superman moments that happen in this um, yeah that's why i'm never that's why i'm never keen to the idea that this is a shit adaptation of the character like i think that as far as maintaining the spirit of superman I think it does that. I think that, you know, yeah. like he's just faced with choices that are much, much more intense than any Superman that's come before him in, in mm-hmm. terms of cinematic Superman. Uh, and I, I love that, man. I, I do. I, I appreciate that so much. And yeah, I, I come, like I said, I come away from it high on it. And I think that it'll mm-hmm. fare well in the, in the rating section of the pod. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think all that's left is a line from Blaine. Um, I guess if you got one comes from Christopher Maloney. A good death is its own reward. Christopher Maloney. Right before he goes into the Phantom Zoney. Yes, yes. God, I love that guy too. By the way, big fan. Christopher of that Maloney guy. is such a good actor. 
Did you ever watch Wet Hot American Summer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wonderful in that. I fucking love Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, and he is so goddamn funny in it. Uh, but uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, that guy. I, w- I was like, who is this guy? I'm like, before he's I couldn't in- remember his, okay. his sergeant or his yeah army uh, name, general whatever Colonel Nathan sergeant. Hardy Colonel uh, yeah. yeah couldn't remember that I just know Christopher Maloney so that's what I just okay. referred Christopher Maloney yeah. shot into the Phantom Zoney shot into the wow. Phantom Zoney yeah love it maybe love it. maybe Feyor he's doing a little baloney pony <laughs> that wasn't that funny I'm sorry I I everything <laughs> I love a. Uh, Love hitting the fucking ah! Uh, it's a, it's an SNL skit with Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg, uh, where uh, one of them plays a character named Peg, and after every joke, she 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 goes <laughs> classic Peg and strokes the shoulders and does that whole thing. I fucking love it. But um, yeah, no, Christopher Maloney is fucking hysterical and a lot of stuff. Right. So like when he popped up, I was like. I know him as like a comedic actor, so like whenever he pops, he is trying to play super serious. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, you know? Zod's Uh, like, and I want, or not Zod. uh, Oh, who's the the uh, the girl uh, part of Zod? Yeah, uh, comes coming down, being like, oh yeah, and Zod also wants her. uh, By the way, and then him coming up, being like, no. You guys only ordered Superman. You didn't say you that she wanted she's, the alien. She's staying with us. Terms of our agreement. Yeah, yeah. If you want her, you got to walk through me. Sort of moment, you know. This deal uh, keeps getting worse all the time. You know, uh, going full Lando on. Sign will be drawn here. No father. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it does does hit a good sacrifice play there at the end, huh? This is a great sacrifice uh, play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking one good down death. with them. Um, man, yeah, nah, it's that, it was a hard kick. line, actually. You know, yeah, kind of, kind of hard. Um, no, I mean, it's a great line. I, I fucking love that line. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, fuck are. yeah, man, that is it's a all good... the bases covered. As far this as is one of those are. movies where the more we talked about it, the more I love it. You know, like I, 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 yeah. enjoy, I already enjoy the movie a great Again, deal, this but... is the movie that make made me care about Superman as a character. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like Love that's that. right. I've okay. only seen yeah. Superman Returns up. Like I didn't watch Christopher Reeve's Superman if I thought it was going to be Superman Returns level, so I never like touched it until yeah my twenties, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm still not even like I like I think the movies are fine for the time. Like I like the Donner cut of Superman too, mm-hmm. um, but I don't I don't I don't care. The first Superman. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's the uh, that is the only truly good Superman movie with Christopher Reeve, in my opinion. Uh, that's the thing, that, though, like I don't even care about that one. I get you. And like I know I'm a super big minority, and I'm not trying to like alienate any fans that are like going to come at this no, podcast no. going like Christopher Reeve Superman is the best Superman. And if you love Christopher Reeve Superman, that's great. I do not want to take that away from you just because mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as you doesn't mean that like. Yeah. You know, no, like yeah. we're still subjective. We can still be friends. Yeah, movies, that's the that's uh, the subjective nature of film, mm-hmm. my friend. You yeah. know, uh, that's 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 how art works. That is, it is, that's, and uh, I love I, them yeah. both. I hope I, I hold them very equally. They're both top five in this project so far. This is the fiftieth movie great. we've covered. 
yeah. in this project. You have two, yeah. two good five. Superman projects in your yeah. top five. One exactly. is actually way more of a comfort movie. The other mm-hmm. is if I just want like a, you know, it's not very com- – Man of Steel is not very comforting. Um, yeah, that's true. Throughout, you know, uh, yeah, World I kind of Engine, just all yeah, of that. Superman, you know, my comfort whenever, character – this is not the movie I'm going to for that comfort. Oh, and uh, which is fair. And I don't. I would oh, never no. expect you to watch the demolishing of Metropolis to be your comfort movie. If it was, I'd be a little concerned. This makes me feel yeah. so good. Uh, man, puts me at a puts me at peace just to see the world almost ending. Um, man, yeah, no, but yeah, no. This top five and no after like after talking about it, no even inclination of wanting to move it down at all. Yeah. Like it is, it is where it's it belongs. Good. Um, if anything, it can only go up. Uh, but I don't think it beats the classic, uh, the OG. No. I don't think I can. Um, but it is right there. It is right there for me. Level now. Uh, um, yeah, they're they're yeah. both they're both so fucking good. I love them so much. But uh, I think that brings us to the rating section of the pod. Uh, we got our enjoyment and critical ratings, and we'll start with Blaine, of course. On a scale of one to ten, how much are you vibing with this film? I love this movie. If I'm going to rank it with the DCEU overall, it's placed at number four. No, it's placed at number three. Sorry. Placed at number three. Um, I'm giving this movie an enjoyment of nine. Um, there are parts where I'm just like, man, I wish it would pick up the pace a little bit. I get that. I but get that. Overall, overall, love the movie. Um, critical score. I'm going to... I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. I I love it. Mm. Fuck with it. But like the evolution of the character just doesn't go anywhere in this like I'm with you. There's there's not mm. much of an arc. That's true. Yeah. It's just like I'm here is you tell me that I'm not supposed to do these things, but then all of a sudden I, I hit I have to hit the point where I have to do these things. Like mm-hmm. there is no Yeah, there's no arc. Yeah, no like and he, if, he, if there is, I'm missing it. No, yeah, like I get I it I one hundred percent get where you're coming from. I do. I think that there's a there's an interesting sort of angle it takes where he is who he is. And some a threat has just emerged to the point where he has to do something about it yeah. on a grander scale. The entire movie up to that point is basically saying, you know, he'll do what he needs to. And then he finally does yeah. what he needs to. It's not like he he comes to any significant self-realization. I don't think it's just kind of mm-hmm. he he faces a battle. He has that battle. And I think that right. in a in a filmmaker from a filmmaking standpoint. Uh, point of view i think they do a really good job but i do agree that on the writing side of things it it doesn't go wonderful places like even if one of the weaker points of this movie is the romance with lois lane and that's typically where clark finds a lot of his self-actualization is through that sort of funnel of trying to get with lois and his relationship with her um but he doesn't have to do any of that she like he's already like mm-hmm. he's already who he is and she knows who he right. is and that kind of and that's just kind of how it is uh so i i dig that i dig that little uh that analysis of the film i think that it's i think that's keen and seven five i think that's about it's not far off from where i come down in terms of critical but that would make your score overall an 80 percent an eight out of ten um 
Yeah, which that sounds about right. Feels good. Feels good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I think I'm with you too on the DCEU. Um, it would be three or four for me in terms of just like what I favor. Um, I got a couple couple sleepers in there. And and Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm, I'm a, a huge fan of. I would hold it in higher regard and than Man of Steel. Um, I actually have that at number four for me. Ooh, interesting. What are the two that are which above is it? weird? I was, I don't know. Like I was just looking at my letterbox because when I was getting ready to do like the DC podcast back in the day, mm-hmm. um, I laid out everything as I watched it, and then I was gonna like review it and put it in the in a its own separate letterbox when we were getting right. through the projects. And uh I just happened to look to see where I had it ranked, like where I had Man of Steel ranked. And yeah, like I'll show you right here. Uh back when I was getting ready for it, I have uh this is the this is the ranking. Ooh Wonder Woman. Top- okay. Okay. I really fuck with Wonder Woman, man. Wonder Woman's a great like, movie. Wonder Woman's a great you have one of my top two or three at your five. Birds of Prey. I love Birds love of Prey though. Birds of I Prey. love that, that is one of my. I favorite thought I was one of the movies of all time. Uh, I am one of the eight people in the world who love that movie, <laughs> dude. I You're fucking with love me. Birds of Prey. Uh, I'm a sucker for it. So, um, yeah, that's. And you know, I, I'm. I'm. It, it's probably my favorite DCEU movie just because I love which watching is, it. Uh, which is good. It's so artsy. And, like, I feel bad. Like, Kathy Ann didn't get to make the movie she wanted. She did have to adhere to, like, Warner Brothers standards. But, like, unfortunately, that's just how the business works. She pulled off a great movie regardless. Yeah. And, obviously, adaptation-wise, there's some holes and there's some problems. But I still think that I I, I love that movie, man. And I love Harley Quinn yeah. and I love Margot Robbie's version of her. So, yeah. On, uh, <laughs> on a personal note. Uh, that's one of the movies that I would put above Man of Steel, which is a hilarious thing to say. Yeah, for some which people. is fair. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I don't I, think I have enough DCEU knowledge to really give like a one, two, Oh, then three, this is going to be a fucking journey. Um, yeah, no, yeah. but I can, I can Especially say. Especially if Ben keep on coming back for the DCEU stuff. This will yeah, be fun. But uh, yeah, this I is can be a say fucking above, journey. Above Man of Steel, I feel as if I would put um, – Zack Snyder, I would probably put Justice League above it. Uh, that's mm-hmm. just a, that's an epic. Yeah, uh, this is a whole different movie. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, Blue Beetle, like, is actually like surprisingly, like I, I rewatched it the other day and like, I forget that like, that's like, I forget that we're still getting DCEU that, movies. You know, oh, like, that I is, guess, is that technically? We're oh, yeah, done now. Is, Aquaman's cool. out. We're done. Yeah, Aquaman so Aquaman's two is the dead. last. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I think you know Zach's Blue Beetle Justice is good. League. Blue Beetle's really good. Um, yeah, maybe the su- the second su- the good Suicide Squad. Uh, I I'd probably put that on like the same level as Man of Steel. Um, yeah, in terms of my enjoyment, I'm I'm around there as well. But uh, yeah, what yeah, where, where does that, that where does that be? put it uh, mathematically yeah. on a scale of one to it's ten a, for you? The OG um, is nine five. Um, Superman uh, with Christopher Reeve nine uh, five and. I think I like it more than Iron Man, which is a nine. So I'm either nine two five or nine five. I think. Damn. I, that's that's high. That's high. I, I think Man I would match Iron Man. Yeah, I think I would match Iron Man there in terms of what we've given it. Um, for me, it's not a nine. So that's that's one of those things that I I, I conceded 
for for Iron Man there. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, what do we have at nine two fives? Do we have nine two fives? Do we have nine fives? X Men First Class and Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay, uh, I've got Captain America: The First Avenger above this, and I've got X Men First Class below this. So, you know, that's uh, feels feels nice and neat to go ahead and throw it a nine two five if you want to give it that. Um, yeah, I do. I do like that. Um, nine and, and yeah, again, that's the thing is that the question right now for me is whether Man of Steel can beat the OG Superman, not whether the OG Superman is worse than Man of Steel. It, it like that is it right. is. No, and I think that in in almost in most regards, I would say this is a. uh, I think it's a messier movie. I think that there there's a lot it's trying to accomplish, and it does a good job at at accomplishing a lot of it. But like we said with Blaine, the character doesn't go on like a a true journey. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like. I think that you could argue the exact opposite for Christopher Reeve Superman in the first uh, in the first Superman uh, Superman 78 um I think that while it is visually uh inventive for a Superman movie compared to the Superman movies prior I it's still not like one of my favorite looking movies ever I think it's I think it looks good but it it's not like groundbreaking I don't think um mm-hmm. you know to compare it to a, a superhero movie that came out uh, a year earlier the Avengers um, I think it looks miles better than that, but comparing it to another movie that came out a year earlier, like the amazing Spider-Man, I don't think it looks as good as the amazing Spider-Man in a lot of respects. Um, it's certainly got its super unique visual language and I think it benefits from that. Um, okay. But it's kind of like what we discussed with the dark Knight rises, how he evolves from Batman begins to the dark Knight rises. It's not necessarily an improvement. It's just a change in visual yes. language. Uh, yeah. And so with- I think, with that little analysis right there, saying better that's than a good the Avengers. Comparison. Take Batman Begins in this movie. Mm-hmm. Batman goes on an arc. He he goes from wanting to kill Joe Fair. Chill, goes through the whole trials of, of the, the League of Shadows, blah, 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 becomes Batman, decides that he wants a no-kill rule, which is mm-hmm. fine. You can have a Batman with a no-kill rule, even though he kills a lot of people. Yeah. Superman, while he does go on like a physical journey, he doesn't go – on like a character journey. Yeah, no, 100%. He gets and advice. Would... Mhm. He doesn't do anything. like it, it it doesn't It's not like happen. he's ever at odds with that advice. You know, yeah. it's it, he 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 ends up taking that advice and running with it fully and like it, it's almost like he never he never questions and like it's more so the next movie that he has his character arc. Yeah, the the character work in the next movie is extremely strong on like all fronts uh as far as I recall. Um but yeah, I think that as far as this movie is concerned, it's really dropping you in the middle of a conflict. Not the middle of a conflict, but like the point of this movie is the conflict. And I know you could you could argue that for a lot of a lot of superhero movies, but uh it, it feels like it doesn't do a lot to try to refine the character of Clark Kent of Superman over the course of the film. Uh and I think that it I, I think that a seven five, like Blaine says, is about about where i'm at um because i don't I think it's yeah, i don't think it's were... as good as like captain america the first avenger uh mm-hmm. who actually does deal with a similar character problem as henry cavill superman here um where he just kind of is the way he is and he never really changes but the way that he has to 
uh, reckon with the change that has happened to him and the, mm-hmm. the evolution that he goes on. I think there's a, there, even there, there's a little bit more of a profound arc. Um, yeah, no, I, like I a, like, lot, but a little bit. Um, I like a seven five. Um, okay. you were, you were saying it's better made than the Avengers, which I agree with. Um, that was a seven two five. Um, and you said it wasn't quite the amazing Spider-Man, uh, which is an eight. We gave an eight. Um, our seven fives yeah, that we have meant to be. are currently X-Men, um, and Iron Man, um, and, uh, and Dark Knight Rises, um, our current seven fives. Um, and I think that that is good company for Man of Steel. I think I think. So too, I think that's right where it fits in. So I, I'm comfortable with that. And what does that bring us to? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, just a tad bit nicer than Blaine's by a point two five yeah. interval on the favoritism thing. Um, eight point zero eight. Uh, uh, we're a percent above instead Blaine, of an eighty. Yeah. Oh, uh, that yeah. one for that tiny bit. Gotcha. Call the presses. No, I, you know, uh, I do again. I love this movie. I just think there are things in this movie that could have also been. Blaine's a dick. He hates Man of Steel. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yep. <laughs> Comic, you fucker. Confirmed. <laughs> of the three of us. Uh, Blaine, Blaine hates Zack Snyder. Call, call the cultists. No, I'm ah! just kidding. Uh, call the fucking cultists. Call them. It, <laughs> Please stay or cut. Danny gets doxxed immediately. Yes, love, help me. For yeah, some reason, I they're called listening. You on the, I called you on the Patreon, but help me. <laughs> no, dude. I, uh... I, I think it's a good place for this movie to come out. It's a, it's a strong, it's a strong introduction to the DCEU. This is the first DCEU movie, which is really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think What's that we, it? we go ahead. I was, I think we got a lot to look forward to is the next DCEU movie BVS. Is that, is that the next step? That is the next one. I, I believe I thought mm-hmm. so. Um, it doesn't come for us until it looks like, like March right now. Yeah. Uh, the second week of March. I got a lot of Marvel in between then. Yeah, um, February is a nothing but Marvel month. There are no DC movies yeah. released during a long stretch here. Um between Man of Steel and BVS. Um yeah. so, uh, interestingly, uh, with the average of an eight point zero eight or eighty one, uh ties it with Spider Man two. Um is is its is its exact tie. Um but right above Iron Man, um Batman eighty nine and X Men. I do. I don't know. I like that. Um, number fourteen. Uh, number fourteen on our overall. Cool. List. I'm glad it came out above Batman '89. It's definitely better than Batman '89, and I like it more than Batman '89 on a personal note. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd agree. Uh, I'd agree with that as well. I definitely do agree yeah. with that as well. So with there that, we, we will conclude the 500th episode oh, yeah. of the Penny Bloom podcast. Yeah. Yes, uh, long time we've been at it, um, and we, we don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So if you would, come on back this Friday where we will be discussing a Marvel movie over my my personal favorite Marvel character of all time, uh, the Wolverine. Uh, big, big Wolverine guy. Um, the movie, it's it's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that this Friday. Uh, and then we'll be back next week with, uh, Claire de Janeiro on Wednesday to talk Thor, the dark world. She just joined us for dark Knight rises last week. And that was, uh, that was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. So she'll, we'll have her back. Um, and then what is next Friday after Thor, the dark world? It is Thor the dark world, the amazing Spider-Man two. And we will have Blaine uh... back next week for the <laughs> amazing Spider-Man two. Look at that. Uh, going on a street yeah. here. Uh... 
there we yeah, go. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, that uh, that'll be that. We'll be back with uh, Winter is Blooming, our Game of Thrones rewatch podcast on Monday. And I believe that one will bring us season seven, episode three. Or is it episode four? Uh, this is three. Uh, well, season seven. Ne- yeah, next week, uh, three. So. All right, season seven, episode three. So we got a lot to look forward to. We're getting near the end of that project, and I'm so very happy about that. Uh, but yeah, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. All sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. The content has ramped up over there as me and Joe are trying our best to create content for uh, TikToks. Uh, so we take little little micro bites of those Patreon conversations, mm-hmm. throw them up on TikTok. You might have might have seen the bog talk uh, here with Blaine on TikTok if you follow <laughs> us there, um, and you get an f- even bigger conversation about all sorts of shit uh, <laughs> over on Patreon.com/slash Penny Bloom Pod. You know, it's it's that was a fun one. That was a lot of fun. But uh, so yeah, for three dollars a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Uh, head to TikTok, follow at Penny Bloom Podcast, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you are watching there, we appreciate you greatly. Um, and thank you for joining us uh, live and in in stereo and video. Uh, that's uh, that's wonderful. Um, follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, on Letterboxd at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening and download or like or whatever you can. It always helps. Helps a great deal. Um, But yeah, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And thank you, Blaine Rezach. Go ahead and plug yourself for me one more time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you. First of all, thanks for having me again. Uh, Of course. I know I can be a bit much sometimes. Uh, (laughs) Nothing compared to Joe. Exactly. I'm a a rambler. Um, my my i mean i don't do much on my personal accounts anymore so like i'm just gonna plug uh again if you want to dive into some of the spooky world uh you can follow me at uh ghosts in us everywhere uh instagram twitter tiktok um youtube specifically we just put out our final video on monday so as we're recording yesterday um we uh put out a uh, two-part mini doc on this historical place in uh, Jerseyville, Illinois, called the Cheney Mansion, um, where we did a investigation, and I got uh, hit by a lot of different things—not physically, but like, like emotionally, and like I was drained, and like I, my anxiety was spiking. Um, yeah, really cool I, uh, investigation. Watch yeah. some of those TikToks, brother. No fucking way, man. Like I, you should watch uh, the full video, uh, dog. You should watch I, the full video. Watch me go weird, dude. Bro, like, whatever. I was like, like, remember? I was like, no, no, that's enough. That's enough for me. Uh, <laughs> Bro, you know? I, uh, and I can only hear like that through like headphones, and I had that synced with my camera. It was oh, it, like just going mm. under that situation. Mm. Yeah, yeah I t- if you're no, into I told Blaine. It's... I told Blaine the only way we would ever investigate something that's haunted is if there's untold horrors in the Glacier Park bug. 
Bro, I swear, I'm going to get you and Joseph. I'm going to get you guys to go on one of these. Maybe we do it as the gangs. Uh, We'll cosplay as the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to figure out who's going to play who. Um, I call Scooby. Uh, so oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. or maybe Shaggy. I don't know. We'll we'll. we'll I feel like you you and Colton can be Shaggy and Scooby. I'll let you two decide because you guys got that like, you guys got that yeah. chill vibe. So one right, is bro. Scooby, which is basically the second coming of Christ, and then Shaggy, which is the most powerful being on any multiversal, <laughs> you know, or any exactly. level. So you know, I, I mean, it's which you know, who whoever you want to be. Hell yeah! No, uh, it's well. yeah. I I think. Putting these two videos together have been they've been laborious, but they've probably been some of the best uh editing work I've put together in a video. Um so I really hope like if you guys it's a big you know, it's a big contradiction from comic book movies to you know, talking about ghosts, but um it's I think it's up there and I think you should check it out if you're interested. There's I'm a Venn diagram in there somewhere. You know, there is. There's, there's, there's always. There's, no there's always. always Ghost Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Done. Ghost Got Rider, it. baby. There you go. Yeah. Spirits. Yeah. Yeah. The spirit of the ghost. Jorel was basically an AI ghost in this movie. Um, Batman so. v Superman. Ghost Dad. I'm. I'm getting this, Chris Terrio. I got it. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Ghost Dad. Ghost Dads. Uh, we got. We got all sorts of shit here. Um, but yeah. With that, remember. Peace, love, and bloom, and welcome to the planet.